T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Rocking and rolling on the fan in New York, 101.9 FM, streaming on the free Odyssey app. Keep McPherson, your nighttime host, bringing in my friends to talk sports and my friends that I don't really know, calling 877-337-6666. Let's get right back to the phones before my next guest, Xavier Scruggs, taps in with us. If you don't know who Xavier Scruggs is, he's another former baseball player and uh, another guy that I was on MLB Network with. Um, did a couple episodes of Off Base with Anthony Recker and Xavier Scruggs. Look for, looking forward to running into those guys again this baseball season. And they're just, you know, former players have an insight that we as fans will never have. Former players have a different view. Like I thought, I thought Rec did an excellent job talking about the Mets. In a way that, not knocking myself or any of the hosts, the, none of us here at WFAN have talked about what's going on with the Mets the way that Rec just did. So if you missed that, I mean, go back and rewind from about 8.30 to uh, 8.55 on the app. And uh, stay tuned for Xavier Scruggs coming up next. Ross in Bergen County on the fan every day. What up, Ross? Hey, what's up, Keith? Kind of a shame. So the first uh, KM to AM I'm catching all week, you know, with this 25-hour marathon. But, hey, man, I have to give you a call real quick. Why? What you been? You've been grounded again? What, what's wrong? What's going Not, on? Well, I was going to call you last night, but I couldn't find the landline, so I tweeted at you. <laughs> so that was a last resort. And Parents today took I was your phone? Call you for, well, I don't know what happened. We still don't know where it is. And then today <laughs> I was going to call you seven on the dot, but, you know, the part of Jersey I was in was like a monsoon. The floods and everything. I take a detour route. Got home at like 8 o'clock, so I called, you know, as soon as I got on. But, the, you know, with the record and everything, you know, man, it's a, it's a hot ticket right now. You know, and you, you know, you can't, you can't even make it up, everything going around here. It's a circus. I call it the never-ending horror movie, man. It's on loop. And, you know, I'm going to pick, you know, my favorite chapter of the night tonight. You want to talk about the New York Metropolitans, man. You want to talk about a never-ending horror movie with them. And I'm just going to get right to the chase. You look at, you know, I hear this, you know, this conehead at 1030 talking about Sal, not, not BT or even Harvey, you know, shaving his head. I, you know, I hear Sal Cotton, and every, every, everything I hear about him in person is the nicest guy in the world, right? But I see you tweeting him today, and the BS he's spewing, talking about, the, the, you know, the king. He's still hell-bent on the King Cone, even when he's got, you know, he's even got to, you know, take his feet out of the water for a second. He's got his own complaints, and rightfully so. He goes right back to showing with the King Owen. I even replied to you. I said, why be a king when you could be a god, right? Eminem and all that. And I'm just thinking to Sal, myself, man, you know Sal what? Sal is the best. Sal, Sal yeah, cracks well, me up. He's the, he's the ultimate troll, man, because he's pissing me off still. And I know it's a, it's, it's a whole gig and troll and everything. And, you know, he's got Mets Twitter all riled, riled up rightfully. So I'm looking at Cohen, man. 
you want to talk about this whole king knows everything. What the hell is he the king of? Really, king of Sacramento or something? You know, I'm not talking about De'Aaron Fox or nothing. I'm talking about, you know, the 2017 Sacramento Kings. Talk about the Marcus Cousins. You know, it's getting ridiculous. It's really getting freaking ridiculous, man. You want to talk about this guy? $10 million budget now. After you look at the guys, you know, you want to talk about 99 cent store clearance section guys went out and got, I put out a tweet recently, you know, kind of drawing parallels to the infamous, was it 2020? Will Pond offseason when they had Dylan Batanza next to the Christmas tree, Merry Christmas Met fans, and it was you know it was a, a hellstorm on Twitter. And I look at I, I look at the Spider Man point and tweet, and you look at Michael Walker versus Luis Severino. Where's the difference there? You want to talk about well, you pick your poison here, Adrian Hauser or Sean Manaya. Compare that to Rick Porcelli. You want to go even further? You want to compare Harrison Bader to Jake Marizic? Or you want to compare Dylan Patances to Jorge Lopez? Stop me where I'm wrong. Because apparently now this guy, you know, you put a fancy bow on top of Cohen's run, Mets, and it's a whole different story now. You know, now when Cohen goes on the lower end of spending, oh, it's the smartest businessman in the world. He knows what he's doing. got a plan for the future. Meanwhile, these prospects look like complete bums. You want to talk about Beatty's worried about the wrong Mendoza. We talk about Carlos Mendoza's skipper. He's got to be worried about uh, Mario Mendoza's 200 line. Every time I see his baseball reps, he's batting 185. He's going to be batting fifth before we know it. And listen, man, you want to talk about um, – I mean, blanket at another point. This just this whole offseason in general is just an entire wash. Cohen, I can't restate enough. He's a phony until he proves he's not. Because you were talking about three to five years before with the experience, man. It, it, it's like engraved in the back of my head that three to five, because I just can't keep forgetting about that press conference, man. He wants us to forget about it. We don't forget, man. It's just, you know what? It's just. It's better when you say it, mess. Ross. Because when I the said it a couple weeks ago, I said, "What? What has Steve Cohen done to get so much respect, so much grace? People kissing his feet. You we're know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like the, the Wilpons were disrespected every day, every week, every month. And I know it's a longer history, obviously. I know we're still well, very early in the Steve Cohen tenure, but I'm like, how does he get crowned king and get all dude. this respect when he's doing similar things now? Dude, I, the, 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 my favorite point of all, I brought this up to Joe uh, Beningo on one of his shows over the weekend. I said one of the big similarities between Cohen and, you know, everybody talks about, you know, year two under the Cohen ownership was the fourth time they ever won 100-plus games. You know, the third time they ever did that was the second year of the Wilpon ownership. And now you look at 30, 40 years later, we look at them like, you know, like they're the sons of the devil. And we look like Cohen, like you said, we're kissing their feet, you know, kissing, their, kissing his ass and everything. I hate to use that term, man, but, you know, and I brought up another, you know what? You can I, say I'm that on here. King, <laughs> I'm the king of term, you know, uh, comparisons tonight. What I bring up another thing? You want to talk about X Machines? Look at Twitter before and after another multi-billionaire. Elon Musk bought that up. You want to talk about money makes you smart. That guy could, you know. Ruined you, it. You can't even, you can't even. De- Destroyed the place. The way Twitter Elon Musk. sucks and now. Look at, you know, look at, look at Queens now. You know, you were bring, uh, I think Record brought up before, you know, it just might not be that people don't want to play in New York. Well, first of all, if that's an organizational thing, because Juan Soto, Trent Christian, they look like they had no problem going to the Bronx. So if that's, you know, that's just an organization thing, well, maybe you should, you know, recheck the way you got things running for the past four years. You've had four years to clean the show up. You know, they're saying, oh, Will Ponds, you know, they just ditched the place yesterday. Number two, if it's a city thing, then you know what? You got all this money in the world to build casinos and everything. Hold off on that. Get your ass over to L.A. and do what the Dodgers, when they were in Brooklyn, repeat history and go move over there like Anna, you know, Anaheim or something. And maybe people like Yamamoto and, you know, uh, uh, Roki Sasaki, when he gets published and everything. You see, uh, Shoto Amanda went to Chicago for 13 mil AAV. You're telling me Cohen couldn't manage that? Or no, wait, I forgot it went over the budget. No, we're, he, we're he only wanted Otani. I mean, he only wanted Yamamoto. Really. It was only yeah, Yamamoto. You know he, he matched the Dodgers. He matched the Dodgers. So you know what? 
he put the effort out there. He just didn't get the job done, but we know he's aggressive, so we could sit back easy, lay our heads on the hay, and sleep and sleep good, knowing that we got the richest owner in the league. And he's going to make an attempt to go sign people. He's just not going to go out and get the job done. That- <laughs> Thanks for the call, Ross. Ross can't even drive. Like Ross, Ross isn't old enough to have a driver's license. <laughs> Lou is in Astoria. Lou, you're on the fan. Hey Keith, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Lou? Well, I disagree. I disagree with the last caller, even though we're Yankee fans. He's I mean, a young. Guy, he's uh, a young Mets fan. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, the guy. The guy's spending most money, and by the time when next year comes, he's going to be second highest because the Dodgers are unbelievable. But he's going to start using that 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 a term uh, defer, and he might go all the way. Listen to me. This is what I think that he should do this year. And I don't know if he's going to do it or not. He needs. I'm, I'm going to give you four players. At least take three out of them. You let me know. I want Gio Shell to play third for the Mets. I want Snell. I want Jody Montgomery, Jordan Montgomery, and I want J.D. Martinez. They can compete. I'm not saying they're going to be champions, but you know what? Next year, the icing on the cake is Juan Soto. You thought on that, and I just go to the So, so you said you want J.D. Martinez to the Yankees? No, to the Mets. Or Mets, to the Mets? Mets. Uh, yeah. Jordan Montgomery to the Mets and Gio yeah. Rochella? Snell and Gio Rochella play third. How, Sway? They said they're the spending million. $10 million. That's why I thought you were talking about the Yankees. They just said they're spending $10 million. No, and, no, and... no. The, the Yankees, listen, listen, listen. We, I, me as a Yankee fan, we're going to lose one soda. I don't know what to do here. You know what I'm saying? No, that, I, no I, I can't. I, I can't follow I mean, you on that, Captain. I don't, I don't know about that. We got to see We got to see how this season goes. The, the Mets yeah, just but, came but, out but, with the $10 million left to spend. Stearns was very tongue-in-cheek. Uh, almost laughing at the fan base about, yeah, we know you want to sign everybody, but like he's sitting in his office like, this is my world now. This is my plans. They're they're not going to sign J.D. Martinez. The Diamondbacks probably will. Jordan Montgomery wants to get paid, paid. They're not signing Monty. He'll probably go back to the Texas Rangers or maybe the, the Red Sox who haven't done anything will pony up. Maybe they can afford Gio Urshela if Gio Urshela wants to come back to New York. But they, the report says right now, and I can only go off the report, I don't even really believe it. They've got about $10 million left to spend, and it's going to be focused on the bullpen. They're done. They, If you look at the, the moves they've made, they feel like they have enough. Well, like I said, that's the only way they're going to be right there with the Braves. But anyway, if they're they not going to be right there. They okay, know but, uh, listen, Keith, they're Keith, not going to be Keith. right there with the Braves. That was two years ago, Keith. and they weren't right there with the Braves. See, the King, King Cohen, which we call him now, he has to... He has to put his foot down. He's got to say, hey, I want these guys right now. And, and you know, the GM's got to listen. But anyway, on the Yankees, real quick. Yeah. Do you know that in 2013-14, did you know that Robinson Cano was a free agent? You remember that, right? I do remember. And the Yankees didn't I sign him. And, and got, Rock Nation, who I worked for, Jay-Z and those guys represented yeah, Robinson Cano. I'm going to put you on the spot, and you're going to be very upset about it. You don't have to answer anyway. Do you know who we signed instead? Brian Roberts. Of, uh, Robinson Cano? That, that year, the free agent? Brian Roberts played second base that year. No, Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, okay, it was Jacoby Ellsbury, it was Carlos uh, Beltran, well, over, Brian over McCann, Masahiro Tanaka. A great Yankees that was one of the best hitters in the Yankees. Look, but look how it played out for Robinson Cano. Thanks for the call, Lou. You said a whole bunch of like, I couldn't even follow. Like, <laughs> you said a bunch of nonsense, bro. The Mets are not going after J.D. Martinez, 
Jordan, I don't have enough time because my next guest is coming. Let's go to Mike on Long Island. What's up, Mike? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? Good, good. What you got? Good. Um, I just You mentioned uh, <clears throat> Strowman and then um, what's his name? Right afterwards. Uh, Boward. Trevor Bauer and oh, Marcus yeah. Stroman. Yep, both dude, looking for to, work. I used to lift at the same gym that Stroman did, man. He's an absolute maniac. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, obviously you want him on your team, but. His dad pandemic, is a big-time lifter. Came. I've seen his dad. His dad is yoked. He's giant. Oh, yeah, Earl. Big Earl. Big Earl, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the pandemic came. I started following uh, Bauer. He did a lot of, like, um, you know, influencer stuff. And he's just an absolute baseball mind, like, absolutely brilliant. And obviously everybody knows how smart he is like yeah. that in, in terms of that stuff. Who would you rather have if it came down to it? Obviously, you can't usually Stroman. separate the drama all the time. Marcus, yeah. Marcus Stroman. He, he pitched well last year. He's from yeah. New York. Representation matters to me. I was going back and forth with some people. I'm like, how many black guys we got on the Yankees right now? Uh, I, I like, I, I know it's the the type of thing that people are like. Oh, I don't care if he's black, white, or whatever. I don't care either. But like, the fact is, having a black guy on the Yankees means something to a black fan. When I was young, I thought Bernie Williams was black until I was able to read about him and find out he's Puerto Rican. Like, I think that matters. Is have a guy with a do rag under his Yankee fitted. That's cool. Juan Soto is gonna have the Dominican fans hyped up. Like. I would rather see them take a chance on Marcus Stroman and and not bring the attention, the negativity, the internet fodder, and, you know, the whole, like, there's going to be, like, feminists and, and, and women that are going to show up to, like, try and combat Trevor Bauer. And then I, I just I think it's more of a headache to bring Bauer than Stroman. And I don't know if Bauer is still Cy Young Bauer, uh, the, the ace that he was uh, three, four years ago. He pitched in Japan. I, I think I have a just you know, better sample size of what Strowman did last year. And I think Strowman wants the pinstripes, wants to be in New York. I, I think the Yankees are more interested in, in him. I haven't heard anything about them pursuing Bauer. True, true. Thank you, man. Thanks for the call, Mike. Let's see if I can get another one in here before we bring Xavier Scruggs in. Charlie out in Queens, you're on the fan. You got it. Uh, Keith, hello, and how you doing? Good, good. How are you? Okay, Um. first of all, just with the negativity that comes around with you from the Twitter idiots, remember the bleacher creatures got your back. No, I know that. That's real life. The people we love on, you. We yeah, love you. The people you're, online, you're dude. The people online don't matter to me. I don't know them. I can't even see them. They don't show their faces or real names. The bleacher creatures, like that's like I've been I've been going to the stadium for years. There's more bleacher creatures than I can even actually name. When I pull up, it's all love. I can't wait till opening day. I, I, yeah, trust me. I separate reality from social media. Social media is fake. Um, and then just to go to the Yankees hot stove real quick, which is the reason I called. Um, they did good so far. Showman sounds like a good idea. Yeah. So I would try to get a utility guy. You know, somebody to fill holes. So when somebody sits down, they can have a person who's competent to mm-hmm. fill in. And um, basically, that's all I had to say, and thank you, and have a, a good night. Thanks, Charlie. I'll see you at the stadium. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's funny, because like, I, I, I go back and forth with people on Twitter, because I do this. Before I was on the radio, I was a social media manager. I was tweeting behind MTV's account. I was tweeting behind Rock Nation and different athletes. I was tweeting behind Fubo TV, build all their social... Like, I don't... Social media, like, I'm not going to have, like, mental health issues because people are writing terrible things about me on Twitter. Like, they just think they're doing damage. You're just hyping me up. You're Like, you're not doing any damage. And uh, I know a lot of people see that and they're like, man, why are people so mean to Keith? 
It's part of it. When I came into WFA and I thought I could change the like internet culture of like Facebook and Reddit and Twitter, I'm like, maybe if I actually like talk to these people. No, some people don't deserve a response because they're just negative and nasty and mean. And I know last week we were talking about it with me. It's like, wow, uh, you don't like my take, but you know I'm pretty good at what I do. You know I'm pretty solid on air, so you got to resort to the racism. Fine, do that too. That doesn't bother me either. I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep getting my tweets off. I'm going to keep building my following and my brand and my name and my show and my network. And you're who? What? In your mom's basement with a Pete Alonzo picture as your profile image? Like You're not doing anything, man. It's all fun. This is entertainment. This is free radio. Right? If, if you don't like my show that much, why are you listening? How do you know everything that I say? <laughs> if, if you think I'm a hater and a troll, why are you following me? Hit unfollow. I don't know how many people I got to be like, bro, get off my gonads. You guys just like, you don't quit. But I, I know the difference between like, you know, I was going to Yankee Stadium for years. Nobody knew who I was. I was pulling up to 203 with the gang. I'm still down with the gang. Like, that's different. A lot of those guys, they're not on the internet. We got a super friends chat. Shout out to the gang. I don't pop in the chat enough because I'm a dad now. I got a kid. I'm, I've grown up. But younger me, like, you know, things have changed. I don't care about the internet. It is fake. And I say that to say this about Marcus Stroman. I don't care about the tweets. You know, people trying to say, oh, he, he's accusing people of being racist. Like, come on, bro. Please. Please. It, it, it is, none of that matters. If Brian Cashman, who initially said some stuff about him, um, could, you know, move on from the past and say, hey, business is business. We need arms. We need pitching. Like, we need innings. And Stroman's like, yeah, I need a job. And I'm from Long Island. I'm down to, I was down to be a Yankee and, like, let bygones be bygones. That's in the past. Like, I look forward to it, man. I, I look forward to them signing Marcus Stroman. He brings a flair and a fire to the game. He pitched for uh, Team Puerto Rico in the World Baseball Classic. He was good with the Cubs in the beginning of the season. If he stays healthy, I think he'll be motivated to join this club and they need it right now. You know, Charles said that the Yankees have done enough. No, they haven't done enough. But they have done something. There are three new outfielders in Soto, in Verdugo, and Trent Grisham. Cody Petit, that's a depth piece. Kevin Smith, that's a depth piece. You know, Charles just said he wants, like, a utility infielder. That's a, bring our, uh, Gio Urshela back then. Glaber Torres would love that. You haven't been able to trade Glaber Torres. Bring his best friend back. They're, they're still about a month, right? They said pitchers and catchers. Um, you know, spring training is going to start on Valentine's Day. How can you not be romantic about baseball? Let's go get my guy Xavier Scruggs. We're going to take a break here, but we're still talking baseball on the fan. I'm going to ask him some stuff about the Mets, the Yankees, the whole league, uh, what we can expect this season, and then we'll keep rolling. We'll, we'll get back to the conversation around the NFL and coaching changes. I really want to talk about what the hell the Tennessee Titans are doing and even what the Atlanta Falcons are not doing. They fired Arthur Smith on Sunday night. Here we are Wednesday night. They haven't started interviewing anyone or requesting to interview anyone. They're chilling. So there's plenty to talk about. Keith McPherson on the fan. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, yeah. As we proceed to give you what you need, WFN, the fan in New York, Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, talking sports with my friends, bringing in Xavier Scruggs right now. He's a former pro baller. He was in the show, played for the Cardinals, the Marlins, played out there in the KBO, and now, man, he does his thing on MLB Network, on MLB Radio, on social media, and he just started his own YouTube show called Show and Go. Thanks for joining my show, X. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Keith? I appreciate you having me, my boy. Of course. Miss you, man. Uh, Look forward to seeing you this season. Yeah, all, all love, man. I know it's a, it's crazy. It's, we we had our own show going, and now you still doing the radio and doing a lot of other things. So I'm I'm glad to see you keep shining, man. I'm I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah, I joined the dad club like you, man. And I, you know, I always give you love. I always show you respect. You got three beautiful kids, beautiful wife, and I, you know, I I say, how do you do it? Because you're you're on the plane. You're from. New York to Tampa, back and forth, taking care of your kids, being a dad, hustling, and you don't stop. You just start a new show. So I, I admire you, man. I follow all your stuff, and I just I think you got it going on, brother. No, I appreciate that. I think it's a lot of, you know, just passion about sports. You know, it's it's like the the everyday fan that just is so passionate about their team and passionate about how they feel about certain sports. It's like it just keeps you up. It gives you that energy, and I think that's, a lot of what we both live for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's natural, right? It's easy, right? Like with baseball and the news, something happens, it's like, all right, boom. You always got a piece of content out there. You're always talking about it. And, uh, you know, I got to ask you about Juan Soto. Someone just tweeted me. They said, you know, Xavier Scruggs said Cody Bellinger was a better fit for the Yankees than Juan Soto. So for our audience here in New York, you got to explain that. We obviously ended up with Juan Soto and everybody's happy. Yeah, no, I think uh, Juan Soto definitely is a good fit. I was looking at kind of the flexibility of what the Yankees could do with Cody Bellinger as a whole, with him playing multiple positions, obviously him giving you um, the left-handed bat, but also just great defense in the outfield. But if you get a chance to get a Juan Soto, um, obviously there, there's that's changing the whole outlook and perspective of your lineup. Um, you, you're at, you're, you have two of the best hitters in all of Major League Baseball now, um, the the window is the window is here, and it's and it's tight, right? You have Garrett Cole just off of his Cy Young season. You have Aaron Judge doing what he's doing. Um, they hopefully adding another starter in this rotation. This is the time for the Yankees to go get it right now, um, and I'm excited to see what kind of happens in 2024. So you're down there in Tampa. I know you're you're connected with a lot of the Tampa Bay Rays. I know Tyler Glass. Now was just on your show. He's with the Dodgers, but. I got to ask you about Blake Snell and uh, his fit, you know, because a lot of Yankee fans are saying, all right, go get Snell. And Judge actually endorsed him, not specifically Judge, but on Judge's uh, All Rise Foundation Twitter account, they put out a video of Snell, you know, talking about how to pick up your teammates. So that got a lot of Yankee fans on Yankee Twitter saying, hey, you know, if Judge wants him, the Yankees are going to get him. 
Uh, what do you think about the two-time Cy Young winner Blake Snell joining the Yankees? We honestly, I, I had a back and forth with him X on Instagram during the 2020 60 game season, and we were talking about how we used to heckle him in the stadium. The left field bleachers are right above the bullpen, and mm. before the games, we used to just go over there and say anything to him. <laughs> I guess that got under his skin. He replied to me, and he was like. Uh, yeah, I'll see y'all when the gates open. And, of course, that was a season where we weren't allowed to go to the games. <laughs> that's funny, man. That's 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 a great, great conversation between, obviously, passionate people. But I, I look at, like, the Yankees, to me, have to get it done with Blake Snell. And, and the reason why I say that is because the Yankees have a bullpen in which can supplement him not going super deep in the ball games, right? Blake Snell is a is a huge strikeout guy, but he does walk guys, and that in turn has him throw a lot of pitches in games, and he doesn't go deep. He's not gonna he's not gonna be going CGs. But the Yankees bullpen is so good that they can supplement that. Plus, another great bat in the lineup gives them opportunity to be out in front more when you talk about scoring runs earlier in the game. So I think if there is a team that would be willing to take the risk of a Blake Snell and, and go high end uh, at the top of the rotation along with Garrett Cole, I think it has to be the Yankees. And, and a lot of what I mentioned about the window being right now, I think Blake Snell is going to be huge. And plus you think about them losing out to uh, Yamamoto, they're looking for that top-tier pitcher and that top-tier starter. And right now the best one available is Blake Snell. you got to go get yeah, it can't just be Garrett Cole save us, right? Garrett Cole be the stopper. Garrett Cole can only throw the ball every five days. I bet he wishes he could pitch back-to-back days, and I know a lot of Yankee fans wish he could, but uh, there's a lot of question marks with the half a season Carlos Rodon had, which was no good, with Nestor Cortez being hurt and not available. Clark Schmidt emerged last year, but we don't know if he's going to be able to do it again. And, and the Yankees have traded away a bunch of pitching depth over the last two years. Marcus Stroman's name has popped up over the last two days. And, you know, I'm on Yankees Twitter. He blocked me, and I don't care. You know, a lot of Yankee fans actually were surprised to see me endorse him. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like, we went 82-80 and 80 last year. We need innings. We need pitching. Like, this guy was pitching well in Chicago on the north side. He got hurt. He's a New Yorker. If he's interested and the Yankees let bygones be bygones, I would like to see Marcus Stroman on the mound in the Bronx, like bring that fire and that flair. How do you think, it, you know, a Marcus Stroman would fit in the rotation with the Yanks? Yeah, if they're not getting a top top end guy, say Blake Snell goes somewhere else, Jordan Montgomery wants both. to go somewhere else. X, they can yeah, get them they, both. Yeah, they could. They could. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. They technically could get them both. I, I think what I I mentioned this on uh, MLB Network Radio. I think it was today or yesterday. Just. I think that there could be an edge that that Marcus Stroman could give this Yankees team. I I, I still still feel like they're looking for that edge, and I even think Blake Snell could bring that to the table as well too. Um, that that type of personality to me can can give some energy. If you watch Marcus Stroman and the way he goes about his business, um, there's an extra energy that doesn't come from a lot of starting starting pitchers, and it and it really as a former player. I know it injects a type of atmosphere within the game for your offense as well. Mm -hmm. And when when you see your guy out there pumping his fists, you know, pumping up the crowd, doing those types of things, that gives other guys energy within the, the within the game. And I think that's something that the Yankees could use going into 2024. I know a lot of the talk in the media has been like, "Hey, he's 
you know, there's a lot of different things said about Marcus Stroman, but I think when it's all said and done, ultimately he wants to win. And when you're with the Yankees, you have a chance to do so. Yeah, you know, I'm one of the bleacher creatures. I I went from going to 40 games a year, had my baby, only got to like 20, 25 games last year. But, you know, my, my kid is older now. I plan on getting to another 35, 40 games this year. We pick our guys up. And I think more so than other ballparks, I've been to 16 different ballparks. Like, Yankee fans are in on every pitch. We are watching every single thing. And Stroman and Snell have come here from, um, you know, the Blue Jays and the Rays as villains, I think that they would relish it being in pinstripes. I think they would love pitching in front of Yankee fans. I think they would give us some nastiness, uh, the evil empire being back. I would love to see the Yankees get both of them. The next question for you is, you know, about the AL East and you being tapped in down there in Tampa. I I haven't said this on air yet, but this is a thought that I had today. You know, Yankee fans are worrying about, oh, what's what's the next move? We need pitching. Who are we going to get? Look around the AL East. What are they doing? What are the Orioles doing? What are the Red Sox doing? What are the Blue Jays doing? What are the Rays doing? It, it isn't like uh, you know our division is going out there scooping up guys and getting much better. I think the Yankees have a chance to to compete right away next year. What do you think about the AL East and the move or lack thereof so far in this MLB free agency? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, most and you know this. A lot of it is just. It, it is really dependent upon pitching as, as far as what some of these other rotations bring to the table. That's where the Blue Jays have a great rotation, but they haven't been able to go out and make the big offseason move. Um, they were supposedly in on Bellinger. They haven't, they haven't gotten that done. Um, we saw them re-sign Kiermaier, so that's a sign that they're probably not getting the big bat. Matt Chapman may not go back there, too. So there's question marks there. The Rays already lost their their ace in Shane McClanahan last year. They haven't really done much this offseason. Some minor trades here and there, but not a whole lot. And they then I look at the Red now. Sox. Yep. Yeah, they, they lose they lose Glass now, and and they, you know so when they you lose, lose Wander Franco like that. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, you talk about losing somebody. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be a whole nother story. But um, yeah, the teams within the the AL East to me they don't. It's it's the pitching to me that is really questionable. And with the Red Sox, they had two starters at times last year and couldn't even fill the other three uh, spots in the rotation for a lot of the Chris season. Chris Sale and, is and gone. Like they don't. Have, yeah, they, there'll be question marks for Giolito at this at this point. He struggled at the end of the season, so right. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who ultimately takes over this division. But I look at if I'm the Yankees and I see the question marks around the rest of the way, uh, that's why I'm going after top tier guys like a Blake Snell. I've already gotten Juan Soto. What what else do I need to do to make sure that we lock up this division? Yeah, let's talk about the Dodgers, bro. I like I have a soft spot uh, for the Dodgers, the former Brooklyn Dodgers, and uh, I, I go to LA every chance I get. My sister lives out there. I've been to Dodger Stadium ten times and. They redid that place. It's it's an amazing uh, place to go see a game, and I can't I can't hate on them. You know, I can't knock the player. They, they they go for it. Whether it's the deadline, whether it's the winter, they try to make that team better. They have consistently gone for it for years, and they're really going for it now. Uh, I know Major League Baseball's dream is for it to be a Yankees 
Dodgers World Series. The Dodgers, man, it is all in. They have to make it to the World Series. They got to make it to the next five World Series. What do you think about what they're doing? They they have literally changed the landscape of contracts in baseball, and they look like the evil empire out west now. Yeah, they, they really do, and the reason why is um, you, you're looking at the best player in the world will, will change the landscape of everything, right? And Shohei Otani, like, you're willing to do whatever you can to make sure you lock that up. So if we're talking deferred money, which everybody's kind of all up in arms about, um, the Dodgers are willing to do whatever they can right now for the window that they have Shohei Otani. And, and the reason why I say that is, it, whether it be, you know, trying to stack a super team, uh, whether it be, you know, trying to get to as many championships as possible because you don't know what what ultimately you can do after Otani's done, right? But what you do know is I can attract the whole Asian market, right? I can go and get the best pitcher from Japan. You already did that in Yamamoto. Yep. Um, you can continue to do that and say the best players should play in, in, a, in a Dodger uniform because – you have some of the best players right now. And also, you look at the Braves. They have to compete with the Braves in that National League. They're trying to stack their lineup just like the Braves. They just recently went out and got Teoscar Hernandez, another right. power-hitting outfielder. That, and, and I still don't think they're done. I think they have an opportunity to go get another arm, which could be a closer in Josh Hader. So I, I think you one thing is you look at the other – the best team in the National League in the Braves we saw last year, the Dodgers will do whatever they can to at least stack up against them because they know that's going to be their biggest competition moving forward. And right here in New York, the National League team, the Mets, last question I'll ask you is, I've just been saying it's a philosophy change. You know, the Mets won 101 games two years ago. They took a, a huge step back last year, but now different manager, different players. They punted at the deadline, got rid of a lot of guys that they're still paying. And, you know, the Met fan was thinking, hey, this is our run. This is our era to be uh, competing with the Dodgers, which they have the last couple years, to be competing with the Braves. But now David Stearns comes over from Milwaukee, and he's taking a slow approach here. He's taking a different approach here. What do you think is in the cards for the Mets? I mean, they tried to go get Craig Council. They tried to get Yamamoto. They strike one, strike two. And I think they just went ahead and got a couple former Yankees that are comfortable here in New York that they know can play and handle New York. But right now, I think the Met fan is searching for answers. And uh, I don't think any of us think that the Mets are going to contend. And we don't know if they're even going to potentially be a wild card team. The, the, the word for Mets fans, and it's the word that they – don't want to hear and most New Yorkers don't want to hear is patience right that that ultimately is what what's going to happen in 2024 and the reason why I say that is because David Stearns president of operations has now come over from the Brewers he's got to lay a foundation and it, it, it does take time right you you can't just go out there and expect them to do what they did last year spend for top, spend top dollar for arms and then all of a sudden it didn't work out with Verlander and Scherzer so what he's trying to do is make sure that they still have a farm system, make sure that they can still be able to pay for Pete Alonso, um, and, and do all those things. And yes, you could say Steve Cohen has all the money in the world, but at the same time, if they're aiming to be like a team like the Dodgers, in which they can have a, a development system within the farm within the farm system and be able to bring over a free agency, you have to be smart within this first year of him at the helm. So I think. I think what you talked about, bringing some arms over, you know, like from New York that are comfortable, 
they're looking to get innings out of those guys to at least just give them an opportunity in the wild card. They're not going to be, they're not going to compete at the top of the division with the Braves, with the Phillies, and, and even, you know, I could even say the Marlins who got in the postseason last year. It's just not, they're not going to be there. They're going to compete for a wild card spot. Hey, X, you're the man. For people listening, this is Xavier Scruggs. You've probably seen him on ESPN with Jeff Passan, like baseball tonight, getting ready for Sunday night baseball. He was with me on MLB Network's Off Base two seasons ago. He's still on it. I'm not on it. I stepped out, had my son, and uh, they put a bunch of baseball players in my chair from Cameron Maven to Pedro, uh, Yonder Alonzo, Rec. Uh, still enjoy the show. I'll definitely be back this season. X, um, I'm heading down to spring training the like last weekend in March, like the 26th, 27th, will you be in Tampa area? You, or you, you don't know where you could be yet. You could probably be anywhere with MLB Network Radio, ESPN, MLB. I probably, I might, I'm probably going to be in Tampa, so make sure you tap in with me. Um, hey, keep, first of all, keep up the great work, man. I know everybody loves listening to you. You know so much about so many things. And, you know, I know you ain't getting much sleep nowadays, but you're still <laughs> killing it, my guy. Keep doing it. Appreciate you, bro. We'll talk soon, ladies and gentlemen. That's Xavier Scruggs, a good guy, man, a baseball guy, former player, and he does not stop. I'm telling you, this guy is on ESPN, MLB Network, MLB Network Radio, and he just tapped in right here with us on WFAN New York Sports Talk Radio. All right. I have one more guest, but not until like 1030-ish, and that's when we'll have the conversation about the Knicks and where they are, and we'll also talk about the Nets. And where they are is France. Uh, so 877-337-6666. If you heard something from X or from Rec about the Mets or the Yankees or the Dodgers or the state of baseball, call me up. I feel like it's baseball night in New York. We don't have to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Pat McAfee is done talking to Aaron Rodgers. We don't have to talk, talk about Wink Martindale. The Giants are officially done with Wink Martindale. We love baseball. Talking about the Mets and the Yankees. And getting ready for spring training, which starts in about a month. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host on The Fan. Chop it up with me. We'll be right back. Yo. <laughs> you guys are hilarious, man. Before we went to break, <laughs> Keith McPherson on The Fan. Before we went to break, I'm like, yeah, baseball. I had my baseball guest. I had a bunch of baseball topics. I'm like, it's baseball night in New York. I go out of the studio Get some chips. I come back. All the calls are like NFL, NFL playoffs. Your thoughts on the wild card weekend, Cowboys. <laughs> so let's do it. Let's talk football. 877-337-6666. I laugh with Connor. I'm like, oh, people don't care about the Jets or the Giants, but they still want to talk about the NFL. The NFL is king. I can't, on January 10th, skip over the NFL playoffs and be like, yeah, let's talk about spring training. <laughs> it's fine. I'll be your Huckleberry. Yo, shout out to Craig. What a pleasant surprise. I heard Craig on the end of uh, BT and Sal today. I wasn't in here, but hope you're doing good, Craigie. I got to hit Craig up soon. So here's a story I just saw. And it's just more live smoke and mirror. Uh, Ralph Bacciano says, Daniel Jones will be the Giants starting quarterback next season per NFL Network and Fox Sports. The New York Giants still view Jones as their quarterback of the future as well as the present. Stop lying. Stop. <laughs> just miss me with the lies. Anyway, I just saw also Mike Kafka had an interview request from 
The Tennessee Titans, who fired Mike Vrabel after six seasons. What? The Titans have requested an interview with Mike Kafka for their head coaching job? You can't go from Mike Vrabel to Mike Kafka? Those are two different Mikes. Are you like, Are you serious? Are you guys paying attention to the Titans? Are, are you guys familiar with Amy Adams Strunk, the owner of the Titans? I don't think they know what they're doing at all. Well, I know they don't know what they're doing because they drafted Malik Willis and Will Levis back-to-back years. And they picked up D-Hop with no quarterback to get him the ball. And Derrick Henry's literally thanking everyone from the security to the kitchen staff on his way out. He's going to go sign somewhere else. What is going on in Tennessee with the Titans? So Amy Adams shrunk. She goes out there to try and tell everybody what the deal is um, after they fire Mike Vrabel. They could have traded him, but they didn't want to wait. And supposedly she put out a statement like, let me see. I saw Josina Anderson said, um, this is what she had to say. As the NFL continues to innovate and evolve, I believe the team's best position for sustained success will be those who empower an aligned and collaborative team across all football functions. Last year, we began a shift in our approach to football leadership and made several changes to our personnel to advance that plan. As I continued to assess the state of our team, I arrived at the conclusion that the team would also benefit from the fresh approach and perspective of a new coaching staff completely. What? Like, they're going to be trash. In the South, where the Jaguars... They should have won that division. They won five games in a row. If Trevor Lawrence didn't get banged up, Doug Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence, they fumbled the, the ball this year. But now you got to deal with C.J. Stroud and the Texans? And Anthony Richardson will be back next year with the Colts. The Colts will be all right, too. So, I mean, set your future bets for the Titans to be last place. Diana Russini writes, The Tennessee Titans have fired Coach Mike Vrabel. A team source said just six weeks ago, owner Amy Adams Strunk had plans for Vrabel to be a part of the organization for years to come, believing that they had a top NFL coach. And recently, ownership changed its mind. And now they want to hire Mike Kafka, or at least they're interviewing him. They don't know what they're doing. There's a lot of teams. So, actually, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm going to retweet this video right now from Tom Pelissero that I watched last night. And it's with the owner talking about, um, I was just willing, I was just not willing to go to the back of the line and miss out on somebody we really wanted. Who do you want? Harbaugh? Mike Kafka? The Giants offense was terrible. You want Mike Kafka? Enrique on Long Island. What's up, man? You're on the fan. Hey, how's it going, brother? What's going on, man? You know, hanging out, watching MOB Network, but you guys want to talk football, so I will talk some football. Football is great. I, I, gotta love I love football. it. I love it. I wouldn't be on the radio if I didn't play football. That's how I paid for college. I love football. That's true. It's always good to throw the ball around once in a while, you know? Love, love the game. Love the game. Okay, first of all, about the Bill Steelers game. Yep. I think there's no way the Bills in any way are going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers have backup what? quarterbacks. The Bills are playing great. They're peaking. I think at the you right just time. said that they wrong. They got a great I, quarterback. I, yeah, you just said that backwards. There's, there's no way in hell, in my opinion, that Mason Rudolph, without T.J. Watt on that other side of the ball, is going up there and stopping Josh Allen and Bills Mafia and Stephon Diggs. And you, you meant That's to say right. that. That's right. Yeah, the Steelers, 
Steelers are going down. They're yeah, going the Steelers down, shouldn't even be in right the playoffs. Right now, the Bills are going to beat them. And also, one other thing before I go. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan. I'm wearing his jersey on occasion. And I want the Browns to win. And I think they're going to beat the Texans. And also... Um, I think that um, so the Buccaneers you, are playing the Eagles, so right. that's going to be a massive good good game. Baker, uh, Baker plays for like the Bucks. Baker doesn't play for the Browns anymore. I I know, but he plays for the Bucks now, so I'm, that's why I like. Yeah, the but Bucks you said too. you said you're wearing a Baker jersey. You wearing a Browns jersey? Or you wearing a Buccaneers jersey? I'm wearing a Browns jersey, but uh, I still like the Buccaneers though. It's okay. Thanks for the call, Enrique. You losing me, bro. <laughs> This is why I'm trying to have the baseball conversations. He's like, I'm a big He's Baker rooting Mayfield. for any team Baker has played on at any point. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Rams, Baker, you know, he got a win with them last year. So I think the Rams, big Baker Mayfield fan. So there's no way that the Lions don't beat the Rams. You guys are hilarious, man. Call me up. 877-337-6666. KM to AM returns right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.